All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 YouTube page. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. Here on this March 14th, 2021, what are we here to talk about today? Last weekend, we talked about toxic masculinity and the many ways that toxic masculinity can affect little boys. Today, we're here to have a similar conversation, but we're here to talk about how little girls are affected and how women are affected by toxic femininity. Now, through doing the research, a lot of people believe that toxic femininity does not exist. Now, this is gonna get really, really funny because this is gonna sound like an attack once again, you listen to Relationship Stuff 101 YouTube page, Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. I got the recording going on down here on the podcast as always. And I got the video going on for you guys and ladies that are listening on the audio. If you want to check out the video, you can go to the YouTube channel and check the video out and see what I've created in doing this podcast. I put out a, a post another day that said, with this podcast, it's gonna feel like an attack. The reason why it's gonna feel like an attack is because toxic femininity is almost a lot of people's personality trait. Because a lot of people have created it as a personality trait, it's gonna feel like an attack. It's gonna feel like your whole character is being shot down because you've created a character filled with toxic femininity. Now, what is toxic femininity? Toxic femininity is the female who tells her husband he's not doing a good job around the house if her husband is doing a good job around the house. The the female who belittles her boyfriend and says that he's fat, he's obese, and he needs to lose weight when her and him are in the same boat. She's basically the pot calling the kettle black. So both of you need to go uh, get on a good, healthy diet to get both of your weight together. But you would shoot him down, but you wouldn't want him to do the same to you. This is what toxic femininity is. Toxic femininity, a lot of females uh, uh, usually would use um, a lot of verbal attacks or a lot of psychological attacks to bring down men or to beat men down. That's toxic femininity. They will also use these same tactics or these same bullying tactics to bully other females. Toxic femininity is the high school girl who you are also known as the mean girls or the it girls who walk around. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Clueless where you have, uh, um, I, forgot, I forgot her name. Her name is not coming to me. Stacy Dash and uh, God Bless the Dead. Um, I forgot, God Bless the Dead, the lady who was in there was Stacy Dash and this other lady's name is not coming to me. I got the picture right here behind me. Y'all will see the picture so you'll know who I'm talking about. But the way that they acted, the attitude that they presented, that's toxic. To say, because she doesn't dress like us, she doesn't belong in our group. To say, because her shoes are dirty and ours are clean, that's toxic. 
that's how usually how a lot of women they use these type of tactics in order to bring down other women that's usually what they do but they believe that that's just who they are and that's just how they are but that's toxic another uh, form of toxic femininity is if you have a female who's inside of a restaurant and let's say the, uh, the garçon or the female waitress, you know, just so happens to forget her order or mess her order up. And then she just so happens to want to make a scene in there and call the person stupid and tell them they don't know how to do their job and tell them that they need to go find figure some things out. They don't need no tip for what they do to make a scene and say, go get your, uh, go get your manager and different things of that nature. We know most of these people to be known as Karens. That's what you hear the, the, the word going around. Nowadays, you hear these people being called Karens. But that's only in women of European descent. That's not me being racist. You can look that up. You can Google it or anything of that nature. When you see women of African descent doing it, they're being called angry women of African descent. And that's being toxic. To try to make a scene inside of a restaurant because your order was not right is toxic. To bring a waiter over to you to have a conversation and say, excuse me, I just want to let you know my order is not correct. Can you please do me a favor and go and correct my order to get things back to where they are comfortably so we can enjoy our night. But to not do that means it's toxic. Now, is this, like I was saying, is this whole thing a thing of men perpetrating something on women that's trying to seem as though we're attacking their character or attacking who they are. No, because for decades, a lot of the attitude that you've seen women present, or a lot of attitude that you see women present in social media and different things of that nature, is toxic. And because it's been going on for so long, and because it's being seen as just what women do, it's basically uh, basically not even looked at as something that's a problem because you look at it as well that's just what women do it's just what they do women get upset they're emotional so when they get when they're, when they're emotional they use their emotions and they strike out but that doesn't make it right if you're emotional about something you're supposed to use a correct way of bringing uh, a conversation to people you just can't blow up and start disrespecting people, calling them names, cursing them out, and saying different things that different things that makes you feel good about making that person feel bad. That's toxic. To make you feel good, well, you feeling good by making somebody else feel bad, that's toxic. But a lot of, like I'm saying, a lot of what we see, like the woman, the woman who knows the guy likes her. And then waits till he get around his friends and say, I don't know why you like me. Don't ask me for my number. You know, maybe you need to get your, get a job or maybe you need to do a little better with uh, present with your presentation or maybe you need to get some gains. All of that is toxic femininity. But when guys hear him getting shot down like that to her, that's funny. That's also a part of toxic masculinity. To think that it's funny that he's being shot down by a female who's being so toxic. Then he, then his boys will turn around and get with that female, not understanding that she's toxic. He just shot somebody down for no reason. 
she belittled somebody for no reason. She was calling somebody names for no reason. She was doing all this for no reason. Excuse me. Uh, I keep having to, every time my screen go off, it, it starts to pause the whole video. technical issues I'm, I'm back now but once again like I was saying you just can't get to a point where but for no reason you're just calling somebody names for no reason you're just striking out against somebody and just saying things to them that are hurtful that are disrespectful and that are mean and when we hear that like I'm saying we usually say but that's just what women do that's just what females do that's just them but that doesn't make it right for it just to be them that doesn't make it right. That makes it toxic. See, when you when you talk about it, like I can sit here and I can have a 40 minute conversation and I can give like 10 different reasons of what makes a female toxic or what makes toxic uh, toxic behavior. When you hear uh, the song by some of your favorite rappers, you hear most of the things you hear, you hear the word savage, I'm a savage. You hear that word, you hear a lot of females throwing that word around and say that they're savage. A savage is somebody that does not care. A savage is somebody who's really mean. A savage is somebody who will go to great lengths to make your life miserable. So for a female to say she's a savage, that's toxic femininity. And you will even hear, you will even hear a lot, in a lot of songs, the female will say, I'm toxic. Like, well, how would you say that? But when a guy hears that, regardless of how this female is looking, how she's presenting herself, sometimes it's the presentation. The dude will hear that and not even pay no attention to what was just said. If somebody tells you that they're a savage and that they're toxic, they're basically just told you don't mess with them. Leave me alone. I'm not for anybody to mess with. And even if the word is being used to just let's just say, just go with today's societal societal norms, you don't want to have other little girls believing that they have to be toxic and savages walking around in life to little boys. That's how you have to be. You got to be a savage and you got to be toxic. And then you're just starting with the generational curse. See, now I'm going two podcasts before this one. That's why I did the generational curse first. That's why I did toxic masculinity. Now I'm on toxic femininity. Next weekend, next weekend, I'll be doing uh, it's something I just learned about. It basically, it's a relationship where you have to walk on eggshells and a relationship that contains uh, physical abuse, getting into physical abuse. We will have a situation where a husband will call the police and say, hey, my wife just cracked me upside the head, beat me down, and I'm bleeding, can you please get a car over here? The police might think that he's joking because if he says, I'm 250 pounds, my wife is 160 pounds. She just beat me down, I'm bloody, I need an ambulance over here immediately. The ambulance shows up four or five hours later, the man winds up dying from his injuries, and everybody don't know what to say now because they didn't believe this man. They don't believe that women 
to be violent. They don't believe that women can actually cause harm to men. They don't believe that. That's a part of toxic femininity. It's also a part of society, excuse me, thinking that this doesn't exist. Thinking that women are not physical abusers because they are small, that doesn't mean anything. Anybody of any, any person of any size can take a stick and crack any other person outside the head if they get frustrated enough. We also may not know that this man could have been living in this type of relationship with this female, this toxic relationship with this female the whole time. And the littlest things that he do, or the, the smallest things that he do, could have set this female off. And just so happened that day, he could have did the smallest thing. He could have dropped the pot or broke her favorite dish. And she flew off the handle and cracked him in the head or something. Now he's bleeding all over the place. He calls the police. She's sitting there screaming at him, telling him to clean his own blood up. As he's, as he's bleeding, that's all toxic femininity. It's all toxic. There's a video that came out some years ago. Now, I'm not saying a guy is right. A female was getting up in the guy's face. She was swinging on a guy and started hitting the guy. And all of a sudden, the dude knocked her out. Did he knock her out or he hit her a couple of times? I'm, I'm going to go post a little. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to post that video. Yeah, yeah, I'll put the video behind me. Just so y'all can see what video that I'm talking about. That video will play a little bit so you see who I, what I'm talking about and what's going on in the video. So you can see for yourselves. Now, I'm not saying hitting women is right. What I'm saying is that any person that abuses or physically abuses another person and causes physical harm to them can only expect to be hit back in a lot of instances. It is toxic for a lot of women to hit on people and do not expect to get hit back. We were told as boys, we're told as men, not to hit girls, not to hit women. But for some reason, somebody doesn't say to girls and doesn't say to women, don't hit men. Don't hit boys. I was saying, I'm going to say it to my daughters. I'm saying it to my older daughter. Don't hit nobody. You don't want to be hit. I've said that a thousand times, hundreds of times. She's actually in the background and can contest to the fact that I've said that many of times. Don't hit anybody if you don't want to be hit back, especially hitting boys. If you don't want boys to hit you. So we, we can tell a, a boy, hey, don't hit girls. But we also need to tell that girl, don't hit boys. We have to make sure that we're on both sides of the spectrum so that we don't seem like we're separating one gender from the, from the other to just make it seem as though we are taking care of this one gender to make sure that they are the best, they're the best person that they can be, all while we are paying no attention to the toxicity, uh, if that's a word, I want you to look that up, to the toxicity that's being created in the other individual. There's a, the, the, the reason why this podcast and podcasts like this and videos like this will be laughed at by a lot of women like I said is because they believe that that's their personality and that that's who they are and that's who they feel safe being they have created a security with that personality or they have created a security 
for some of the toxic things that they do and they don't think anything is wrong with it. You understand? Talking about a man's penis size in public or to his friends or to him to belittle him and to talk down to him like that. Some people will find that funny. When I even say it, there's probably a lot of people laughing. But it's toxic. You don't need to do that because in turn, if you talk about that and then he talks about um, something or deformity that you have or some something that's smaller or out of touch on you, then you get mad. That's toxic. You, if you can't dish it out, or I mean, wait, wait, excuse me, if you can't take it, don't dish it out. And that's usually what happens. Oh, look at look at your little feet. You know what that means. Hey, look at your big head. You know what that means. That's all toxic. That's all toxic. A lot of things that a lot of things that are created within the female realm. It's toxic. It's a lot of things you hear females talk about when they cat when you cat when they cat calling across the rooms to each other and having conversations and they're gossiping with each other. A lot of what they're building is toxic behavior. A lot of that is toxic behavior. We we just see it as them being girls or them being women, but a lot of that is toxic. A lot of it. You got a song with a certain rap. I'm not saying no names, but y'all gonna know what I'm talking about. But she say, I don't cook, I don't clean, and I still got the ring. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to say it. If she just so happens to see this video, I'm not shooting at you. I'm just saying that's toxic. You don't cook, you don't clean. So you're basically telling little girls, you don't have to cook, you don't have to clean. You should still get a ring, even though you're not doing those things. If you are in a marriage, and you expect to be in a marriage, a part of that marriage, and a part of being in the marriage is being a good partner to the person you're in the marriage with. So if he's cooking, you should be cleaning. If he's cleaning, you should be cooking. If he's taking care of the kids, you should be doing something else. If he's changing the diaper, and y'all got three kids, you should be changing the diaper. If one baby is being fed in his arms, another baby, if y'all got twins, should be being fed in your arms. It's not, it's not like you should be doing everything. That's that was part of the toxic masculinity conversation. The woman should not be doing everything. The man should be helping. That's why men have to raise their sons to help them understand that if you bring a kid onto this planet, you have to help out. That old school thing of the man is the provider, the woman takes care of the kids, blah blah blah. That somewhere is fickle for you for people who are religious. I'm not attacking religion. That's in the Bible. That's what the Bible says. Men are provider, women take care of the kids. But a lot of times the women get tired, they get frustrated, they get angry, and they get mad because of everything that they have to do. And the only thing that they're looking for is a little help from their partner. But if he believes that it's her job to do everything, then he's not going to help. And that's toxic. That is very toxic. If you see her struggling, if you see her frustrated, if you see her angry, and she comes to you and you just say, well, that's your job. That's being toxic. That's toxic masculinity. That will create her to give you some toxic femininity. That's also a part of the generational curse that needs to be broken. The household has two people in it. Two people need to help out. One person should be doing something while the other person doing something else. That creates a great environment. It also creates a beautiful environment for the kids in that household to see 
that both people are together and there's a team effort going on. That way they understand when they get into a relationship that you have to be a team with the person you're in a relationship with. It's not me against him. Him against me, that's toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. A lot of bad things will be being said. A lot of words will be being used. When you call it a man, a female dog, when you call him all different types of names and different things of that nature around your kids, and then you talk about him to your kids, that's toxic femininity. We see that happen a lot where a man would have a baby mother. She would use a lot of bad language and a lot of bad uh, verbiage towards her children, towards their father, and telling them how they feel so the kids can have this out-of-the-way relationship with the dad. That's toxic femininity. But we hear that and we don't think nothing of it because it's been going on for so long. Baby mama, baby daddy stuff been going on for so long. A lot of what that is, it just it just becomes the norm. Like it's just the norm. You just don't know what it is. Excuse me, guys. I knocked my microphone down. And because it's the norm, doesn't that doesn't make it right? Um, I spent a lot of time talking about what toxic femininity is. It's a lot more to what toxic femininity is. I don't want to sit here and ramble, but y'all get the idea of what it is. Anything that anything that you do that causes an issue or anything that you're doing out of anger and out of spite that's toxic. Anything. If you're not humbling yourself, if you're not correcting yourself in different uh, instances or different situations, you're toxic. So how can you not be toxic anymore? How do you cut the toxic femininity? Don't talk about nobody if you don't want them talking about you. Have a filter. A lot of people don't have a filter. There's certain things you should not say to people. Don't call anybody names if you don't want to call them calling you names. Don't talk, don't talk out of character or out of, out of personality if that's not who you are. Carry yourself as a lady. You got a lot of females who would go into, who would have a boyfriend and would still go to the club dressing in a certain way where they seem as though they're presenting themselves to other men. The legendary thing is that I'm doing this to look sexy. I'm doing this because I feel I feel sexy. But what she does not understand is that's actually toxic because you have a boyfriend and you have a male and you're presenting yourself to the rest of the club like you're single. It's actually toxic and that might be a that might be a debate. That right there might be a debate amongst women. No, I'm actually dressing to be presentable, but you have to understand that let's look at it like this, right? If if you if you have a store, you own a store, and you leave the you leave the store unattended without an attendant in it, and you say, no, I just got that open, I just got that open for show. You know, so people can see that it's a good looking store that I got open. I don't expect nobody to go in here and steal anything. Yeah, you don't. But people are gonna think about stealing. If it looks good, they're gonna think about stealing it. And they're gonna think about going in there to take something. They're gonna think about that. It's, it's a lot of psychology behind that. But the female who is doing this knows that this is bringing a lot of attention. But she's telling the boyfriend 
or telling the man that she's in a relationship with that I'm not doing it to get attention, that's actually toxic. Because if he's frustrated, if he's frustrated, if he's frustrated from that, she should not do it. That's a part of being toxic. So, if she's toxic from it, she should not do it. Hold on, guys. a lot of technical uh, difficulties tonight so i had to clear some things up um i'll adjust it you guys won't figure out what actually happened but as i was saying you know the female who goes to the club who dresses a certain way and presents herself a certain way to not think that that's toxic because she says if your boyfriend says it bothers me that you dress like that and she said it doesn't bother her that she's dressed like that. She's going to do it anyway. That's actually toxic. That will be a debate. I don't know about because of my technical difficulties. If I mention that, I'm going to mention it again as we're coming to a close. That's going to be up for debate because a lot of women feel as though if I'm dressing a certain way, men shouldn't say anything to me, cat call me, or talk out of line, or Broke me or anything of that nature because I'm dressed this way and because I seem as though I'm looking for attention when I'm not I just feel good about what I'm doing but if your boyfriend if your if your man or your husband actually your husband which a lot of women would say my husband if your husband says to you hey babe I think that's showing a little bit too much can you do me a favor and go put on something else to make me feel comfortable about you going out tonight and that response that you give to him out of seeing that he genuinely wants to feel better about you going out and feel secure about you going out you're you're in return you say i got you babe i'll put on something a little bit more i'll put on something a little bit more presentable everybody right now that's watching this and saying fuck that i'm gonna wear what i want to wear that's toxic that's actually toxic because you're creating a situation out of nothing. The only thing you can say is, I got you. I wear a little, little something more presentable. That way you don't feel, you feel a little bit more secure. To take other people's feelings into an account makes you not toxic. To address things in a professional manner, to not use so much bad language, to not call yourself a savage, to not call yourself toxic. That's what you have to do. That's how you stop from being toxic. That's how you cut the that's how you cut the toxication from forming and becoming so extreme. You have to think about things before you say it and adjust yourself to be a better person before you go out and just want to present an attitude as though you don't care. So when you look up toxic femininity and everything you see attached to it, just ask yourself, do I, you know, do I exhibit a lot of those behaviors? Do I present a lot of those behaviors? Do I talk, you know, do I talk to people as though I don't care about their feelings? You know, because if you don't want your feelings hurt, you shouldn't want to hurt somebody else's feelings. So when you look at how do you stop from being toxic, everything that I talk about in this podcast that I talked about that is toxic, try to work on that. Try to get away from that because you don't want to go through your whole life just 
creating situations. I understand negativity attracts more people than positivity does. And because negativity usually feels good, and people feel like there are a lot of people feel as though if they have a lot of neck, there's a lot of drama going on, that actually makes them feel good about life. But that's breaking a generational curse. Why do you have to have a lot of trauma going on in order to feel good? In order to feel like you, you know, there's something great going on in your life. If that's the case, you need intervention. You need to go talk to someone who can help you better get control of your emotions and better get control of your feelings before you hurt too many people with your toxic energy. Um, like I said, I don't want to waste too much time on this podcast. So we're going to go ahead and come to a close. How do you stop being toxic? How do you stop the toxic femininity? Like I said, trace back through this video. Everything that I mentioned that's like toxic or when you do your research, because I want I always tell y'all, do your research. I implore you to do your research. Everything you see that's attached to toxic femininity, toxic masculinity, and breaking the general curse, do the opposite of that. Do the opposite of that. Everything that's attached to being toxic, do the opposite of it. That's how you cut it down. Is that going to help? Are we going to see a day where people are no longer toxic? Probably not. Because like I'm saying, toxic energy sells now. It sells. Right now, I'm wearing a hoodie. Y'all cannot see what my hoodie says. It says savage. It sells. It sells. My son likes to listen to K-pop. There's a group on K-pop that he listens to called Blackpink. One of the females in that group, she says, I'm toxic. Also, they call themselves savages. A savage, I want you to understand, a savage is like a lion killing the gazelle gazelle in, in, uh, in Africa. That's savage. Breaking the gazelle's neck biting the gazelle's neck open and blood just spilling all over the place and the lion is just sitting there looking. Got a picture right now of a savage looking lion. Teeth bloody. The look of a killer in his eyes. That means no calm, no peace. No relaxation. No good marriage, no good relationship. Because if a person has that look in their eyes, saying that that's the look, that's who they are, it's not a person you want to be with. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and close this podcast out. So with my understanding, compared with your understanding, we could create a greater understanding. You have been listening to Relationship Stuff 101's podcast and watching Relationship Stuff 101's podcast here on this Sunday morning, May March, excuse me, 14th, 2021. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson. Um, if you not follow Relationship Stuff 101, follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Twitter, Instagram, subscribe to the Relationship Stuff 101 YouTube page here. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up. Some people might put a thumbs down on it. Let me know what you feel in the comment section. Uh, also, uh, check Relationship Stuff 101 out on TikTok. 
you got a group on Reddit, so wherever you have or whatever social media you follow, you can check relationship stuff on our one-on-one out. We'll be there. Tumblr, wherever, on Switch, wherever you at, wherever you can find social media, I'll put relationship stuff one-on-one there. So you'll find us wherever you got social media, social media outlets, but we definitely want you to subscribe to the channel. Give the video a thumbs up. Let me know what you think in the comment section. Check out the group on Facebook. If you want to join, you can. Follow on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And we will catch y'all in the next video. Remember, next week, we'll be talking about an eggshell relationship and physical abuse. So it'll be an eggshell relationship slash physical abuse. That's coming right off of toxic energy, right off of breaking the generational curse. We go right into how to stop a relationship where you have to walk around on eggshells and definitely get out of a relationship where there's a lot of physical abuse. So with that said, we're going to see y'all in the next video. We'll catch y'all next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll see y'all then. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.